So who is Kayla? Kayla is dope. And I speak from a humble place because I've, I've overcome a lot of obstacles and a lot of people may have or would have folded. The fact that I'm still here and I keep going, to me that's why I say I'm dope. So I know that you'll agree, enjoying myself while I work is the vibe that I'm trying to be on. So I want to invite you guys to Sidebar ATL here in Atlanta, Georgia. Sidebar, on top of the good food and live music, they have three different experiences. That means you can join me in the garden room, in the gold room if you want to try the top of the line hookah, and they also have the dungeon where I hear what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. So it's the perfect mix if you're here on business or you want to blow off some steam after work, you can meet me at Sidebar ATL so that you can have a little bit of dinner and then turn up afterwards if that's your jam. So check us out, 79 Poplar Street here in downtown Atlanta, or you can call 678-800-0741. Let's get it, work and play at the same time, right? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Work and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Arielle, and I have a really dope perspective. Not only do I have a special guest, it's a really dope perspective because um, the way that I got the idea of you coming onto the podcast was really special. But before we get into the episode, I would love for you to introduce yourself so that the folks know who's in the room. Well, hello, my name is Kayla Evans. I am the owner of ATL Body Works here in the great city of Atlanta. Come get these hands. Come get these hands. I like that. Now, here's the thing. The reason that I thought it would be really great for Kayla to come on, for you to come on, is um, we, so you reached out to me last year for um, a massage, right, for my birthday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, dope. I have been thinking about you for months. <laughs> and then something came up where I was going to reach out to you and I was like, oh, this is her. So I reached out to you. Long story short, as I'm getting my massage, you said you have corporate shoulders. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you said that, my mind was like corporate shoulders. One, to hear your perspective, right, of knowing exactly like where we hold our stress. I was like, I got to get that, that perspective, right? And then as you started telling your own story, I was like, oh, so you left corporate yourself yeah. to follow your dreams. Yes. So on this podcast, I think on this episode, we can talk about one, what you've noticed in the body as it relates to people who are, you know, working their regular job or just holding stress in different areas, how you learn that along the way. And then the other part is your journey. <laughs> so who is Kayla? Oh, wow. Kayla is dope. And I speak from a humble place because I've, I've overcome a lot of obstacles and a lot of people may have or would have folded and uh, the fact that i'm still here and i keep going to me that's why i say i'm dope um as far as the body there are there are emotions muscles hold emotions depending when we're little you know when we're excited we're when we're upset we're so you have all that over the years. You're on a corporate call or you're in a meeting. You could just smile and you're feeling all kinds of things. And the hair on your neck might be standing up and you're holding it. So your muscles are saying, oh, we're supposed to be tight. We're tight. We're tight. Or when you're on the phone, when you're driving, just the body mechanics of how you do things, your body starts forming. This is how we're supposed to perform mm. or underperform. 
Are you still trying to get a leg up on your entrepreneurial career? Now I told you about the morning meetup, the community that was created for the betterment of entrepreneurship. And we are cooking up some really cool things. Now here's the thing. If you join today, you can actually get in for 60% of the original price. So if you join today, all you have to do is download the app and I provided the link below so that you can join us. We have community, we have a book club and it's the largest group that meets every single day, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. to literally get ahead start on entrepreneurship so if you're still trying to grow you don't know what your business is going to be but you know you want to be an entrepreneur this is the community for you so check out the morning meetup click the link below download the app and join us today and lots of times you have the corporate CEOs that um, a lot of them are um, so very cerebral so you have a lot of tension in neck shoulders the occipital nerves if you wear glasses these nerves these these muscles right here are the muscles that control your eyes. So you want to really get in there and work that neck. And it's, it's to me, I get excited talking about a body. You see, it's like, to me, it's a sacrifice. You, you have no idea what a person is going through. But the fact that you trust me, that we're, to me, with, for me as a therapist, I can't speak with, it's like dating. Let's get to know each other. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to beat you up because you didn't get these, ailments or issues overnight and it's like dating How, let, let's get we're not gonna be calm down let's mm -hmm. get to know each other so your body can say yes no and I'm about boundaries it's about respect there may be an area that you're like oh yeah yeah you can I understand this is what you want but your body's telling me you're not welcome I don't know who you are mm, you're talking about the pain yes pain or just like you know people, you can go harder I know I, I yes I know I can I like permission though we might work another area. Now, when I come back, I can now have my way with it. And it's going to surrender and let me do whatever I want to with that because it's like, okay, you have permission. A lot of people don't look at it, you know, like that. So mm. that's for me. That's how I, I, I love what I do. I but, love the um, fact that you talk about it that way. Um, for me, I used to be an accounting manager for an investment group. And um, when you're around people and environments, you do things. And... I thought I was above the law, and I did some things I'm not proud of, and um, I've paid for them for quite some time. And um, corporate, I learned a lot. But I don't, I, I got tired, first of all, counting somebody else's money, because mm -hmm. you don't leave, especially month in close. You don't leave till that money is right. And then some things that go on in the office, it was crazy. But um, I, I had a lot of unfortunate things happen to me while I was in corporate, so I decided to bow out gracefully. Mm -hmm. um, I could always go back maybe, but with the technology, I'm way behind. I'd probably be a lot slower. But um, I, like, I like being an entrepreneur. I like, and the goal for me is now I want to wake up when I want to and go to sleep when I'm sleepy. So that's what I'm striving for. That's a goal yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wake when I want to and go to sleep when I'm sleepy. That's you know, that. That's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. listening to goal. your body. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, so I, I think I need to. You just gave me permission to share this. So I, when I was younger, mm -hmm. I wanted to go into finance, but it wasn't necessarily. I talk about it because I was good with numbers, mm -hmm. but there was this movie called Menaces. Um, Don't be a menace by drinking your juice in the hood, right? <laughs> And Marlon was old dog, and he yeah. was like, I'm gonna give me a nice job at a bank. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. 
and I'm gonna rob these suckers blind. And the funny thing is, I grew up in College Park. Okay. Right. Oh, so you from there? You, <laughs> you from Atlanta? Okay. Yes. I'm from Atlanta. I grew up in College Park. Everybody around me, they had their own lifestyle, but Ariel was that girl. No, you going to college. You're going to school. You're gonna stay away from here. But my influences were still. You know, same music, same the the guys I was hanging around with, the the groups that they were a part of. Yeah, yeah. I was I was associated, but I was never a part of gotcha. it. So my perspective, even though I knew I was going into corporate, I knew that was the life. It was still kind of like I want to learn the system so that I can, you know, take take what's mine. I used to read Fortune 500 or even books, and mm -hmm. I would be like, um, offshore accounts, those type of things excited mm -hmm. me. Um, even like petty cash, when you watch the movie, like the babysitter movie where yeah. like there's the, oh, just borrow out of the petty cash. I don't know. I've always been curious about the system. <laughs> and like, so just you talking about your story and, and you can go deep as deep as you like. I think about like the, like the mastermind behind being able to like learn the company, right? Mm -hmm through like your own enjoyment, your true enjoyment. Gotcha. But then I also understand like sometimes we come to like bad decisions and, and sometimes we we make decisions when we have, like you said that you may, you had the authority, you had the opportunity to make certain decisions. So what was it about you that decided, I wanna be an accountant and I wanna go into accounting? Well, this is the corporate. thing I started, at, this, is, this is the actual thing. I went to school for psychology. Oh. Okay. Liberal arts, social science, then I went into psychology. I don't have an accounting degree. I knew someone that was comfortable to trust me. I was trained to start off as small mom and pop. Mm -hmm. As the business grew, they allowed for me to go. I learned some things. And then I wind up getting a job at uh, Embassy Suites in another city. And I was first the uh, assistant manager, then got into all the way up to the controller. Did I have a degree? No. I just was good. I've always been good with numbers. I can see them in my sleep. That's my gift and my curse. I can see numbers and I can remember numbers. So it was like, okay. And then sometimes when you're, it's the ego. Mm -hmm. I, 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 um, I knew more. I thought I did. And that, that, yeah. Last you time thought that you were, you thought yeah. you would be able to kind of outsmart everyone. Yes. <clears throat> I did for a while, mm -hmm. quite some time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I had a cousin that got upset. She came to my apartment and didn't like how I was living mm -hmm. and made some phone calls and people started looking into things. Because I had trouble here in Georgia. Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't always picture perfect. Uh, yeah, that's how my empire crumbled. <laughs> I got <laughs> Kim you. Kim got mad at mm -hmm. me, hating. Mm -hmm. Lesson learned. God bless her. I wish you the best. Right. But, you know, um, lesson learned. Mm -hmm. But learning, like I said, you're right, because I did have friends. That's why I moved out of state, because, you know, when I worked here, um, I worked actually in this area that we're in and uh, did very well. Didn't have to. Uh, just greedy. Mm. But because I could. So, you know, there were um, moments that I realized, you know, it wasn't it wasn't right to do that. But I, I was in a space where it's like, you owe me. No one owes you anything, mm -hmm. ever. You know, never. So, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. What I'm picking up is um, our environments make yes. us who we are, Definitely. right? At least our environments shape the beginnings. But then your brilliant mind in the environment that you were in, you got the wherewithal to move out of that environment. Um, and then you learned along the way how to be, how to build your character, how to build, and sometimes, you know, 
God puts us in situations where we are forced to develop our character, even when we don't necessarily go for it mm -hmm. um, head on. So let's talk about a little bit about your, your makings. Like, I remember before we started taping, you were like, <laughs> I was spoiled, right? Yes. So what was the young Kayla like? I'm, I'm imagining a brilliant oh, mind. Gosh, oh wow, <laughs> honestly, no. Um, the young Kayla, and she still comes up every now and then. The young Kayla wanted to be accepted. The young Kayla wanted, uh, how can I say, see me, see me. My mother worked all the time. So I, we lived in a great environment. I went to the best schools. I went to uh, Catholic school. I, I, my mother gave me the best. But as I explained to you, and we've had these conversations, when your parent works third shift, you can get into a whole lot of mischief. I come from a small town, it's uh, Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. I came to Atlanta when I was 12, so I grew up in the A, but I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Small town, you could, your neighbor cousins will watch you. So, you know, I was safe, but leaving me alone, I got into stuff. My, the people that I followed, my sister went off to college, I mean, uh, to the military, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. We're eight years apart. Okay. And so she's gone. So I'm trying to figure this out. And I have nothing but time on my hands. My grandfather's to watch me. He's old. What the heck? Pop, I'll be back. You mm. know? So I started uh, older people. I have always been fortunate that no matter what, I've always found an elder, I'll say, that's like, come here. What are you doing? And that has helped me because a lot of people, a lot of things have happened that were crazy. But the, the young Kayla, she never knew her worth. Um, you know, I had some things happen in the family, you know, molestation, unfortunately. Um, and that did a lot to me. So then we moved to Atlanta. And um, first of all, I'm blown away. Um, I remember one of my dear friends, um, she was much older than us. When we were in middle school, she should have been in secondary school, but she's brilliant. She's, a, I think Clay's either a lawyer or a doctor now, but she was much younger than us. Hmm. And I remember inviting me to her parents because I'd never seen so many black people. Just in my, where I come from, we, you know, we didn't, that wasn't it. Most people were Jewish or white that mm -hmm. were successful. Got you. And I'm looking around, you know, and it's like, <clears throat> wait a minute, like, do all these people sell drugs? Because that's the only thing, you, you, that's the unfortunate. We went to her home, I'll never forget it. And that's, I have a library in my house and that's because of uh, Dr. Rasheed Walker. It's because he had a library in his home, her father. I didn't understand it because I remember asking this couple, this beautiful home at East Point, long brick little branches one. And I said, sir, uh, what do you do? He said, well, Kayla, what do you think I do? We're in like six, sixth grade sixth hmm. seventh grade i said do you sell drugs he chuckled and said no swear why would you think that i said well because everywhere i come from they sell drugs he said no dear i'm i'm, I'm a neurosurgeon it's like oh gosh what what is that he will take me in the, they will go take me to the library and i would just read i would read these big old thick books and you know they had strong names sharufa olabisi quayley like these strong names like Wow, and the unity, I had never seen a unit.
Mm. You know, my father wasn't in a home. It was a unit and it was powerful. So that kind of, you know, hanging around those type of people, you know, and then when I wanted to go to the, well, like I told you, the West Side and date the, the dope boys off Hollywood <laughs> Road and the Charles Disco, um, I remember, you know, wanting to be what we call, well, I guess, grown and fast. It never worked out for me. But uh, being two, uh, two or three other girlfriends went over there. And <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, I share everything. My children know these stories. Um, the girls, you know, we went over there to just be kind of grown because they were older. And they're in the kitchen doing their thing. They're, they're hustling. And the guy can't count work. He's, he's slow. He's slow. Mm. So, you know, I'm listening, but I guess I ain't supposed to be. And then finally I was like, that don't make no sense. What? What you talking? You know, they trying to rock like this. Why are you giving? You know, I just I'm overstepping, unfortunately. So he's like, get them out of here. Oh, so he wasn't. Okay, got you. He's like, get them out of here. And he said, you come here. You come here. Sit down. What you mean? So I start. Look, this here, that, that's not, you know. I became a business partner. And I started counting money. And never, he never came up short or whatever. So that was my introduction. That was that your was introduction, introduction to, to counting money, to accounting, technically. Yes. <laughs> well, so, that's funny. Yes. First of all, yes. the fact that, I, this is what I love about Atlanta. Growing up in Atlanta, there, it is the black mecca. But what people don't understand about what the black mecca really is, we got the highs, we got the lows, we got the, you know, shadies. Yeah. We have so many different yeah. types of black people. Yes. So on one end, you're having conversations about neuro- neurology with someone who can, you know, guide you and, and yeah. super duper smart. Yeah. And then you, have, again, like I said, <laughs> that brilliant mind in an environment where it's tapped. It's so tapped. And they know exactly. So what I also learned about, like, you know, life is the book smarts is great. But then when the street smarts teach you how to move, yeah, right? Definitely. So him uh, acknowledging definitely. that you have that skills that he's like, hold on, wait a minute, let me bring you in, definitely. let me train you. Were, like I said, you know, much older. They, you know, they're, they're like, uh, they had to be like 20, 25. And it mm-hmm. wasn't, nothing, you know, nothing like that. I mean, I, yeah, I was trying to be grown with this one little friend, but it was just like, nope, and uh, this didn't work out. You know what I mean? Even when you try to be grown, it just didn't work out for me. So he put uh, you to work? Yes, definitely. And How I, long did you do that? <laughs> um, can you share are you trying to count no them? i'm trying to uh <clears throat> I, I i i think we did a strong good 10-year t- run wow About a good 10-year run That's... and then from there i transitioned because you know when you're in i call it the underworld you meet others mm-hmm. and um you know i met some people that uh taught me the check game mm-hmm and I learned about, you know, uh, forgery, aggravated identity fraud. There really is a charge called ident- aggravated. Because you were trying to hurt someone by taking their identity? Yes. And you kind of, you unfortunately, you know, destroy lives like that. Yes. Mm. In the, I mean, I tell in the 90s, it was a good year for you to do the right thing or you to do the wrong thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing I tell people about Atlanta during that era. Mm-hmm. If you want to come here and do, because we're a stunner state, we're going to put on regardless. Like, mm-hmm. This is where you get it at. But it's, I've lost a lot of people too. You know, I've had, a, I, I, I've had two uh, guys I dated. One was murdered in front of me. You know what I'm saying? I know what it's like to be kidnapped. I know what it's like to be held for ransom. It's rough. 
because you make choices and you want to get into a lifestyle that you have no idea what you're opening yourself up to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, was it worth it? No. Mm-hmm. I had to go back and talk to that young Kayla. I say, sweetheart, go to school to be a neurosurgeon. That, that shiny stuff that's over there, it's a cost. It's mm-hmm. a consequence and it's a cost. It's not worth it. Yeah. So that's what I would say. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that, yeah. I'm thinking about, so you putting the perspective of losing loved ones, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and also being like kidnapped and, and ex- seeing those things. I was even going to, I'm still, I still want to know, you know, the way that I envision it in my mind to not to take any of the gravity off of what you experienced is 10 years, you know, 10 years plus the additional years you learned about the checks. I'm thinking 10 years is a long time to do anything, but just like someone spending 10 years in corporate and accelerating through the ranks, you, I would assume did the same. So what was it like for you to, I'm curious, like what was it like for you to go from that kid who's just counting the money to maybe getting more and more responsibility or what was that growth that you saw? I won't even say it was growth. She got mm-hmm. really, she, she, she came into a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. She wasn't financially literate because I was a spoiled kid. Mm-hmm. Now, Did, were you telling your me, parents and stuff? No, well, no, my mom worked all the time. She, you know, uh-huh. she had no clue. Uh-huh. And the, like, she started telling me no. So I, I have that posture, I'm cocky now. Lady, I got money that you don't even know about. I'm gonna just leave. And I moved out at a young age. Somebody got me an apartment. I've lived in, this, in Buckhead at a younger age and shouldn't have, but you know, I did. And then uh, in College Park, when they had it, when it was predominantly all white, you know what I mean? The creme de la creme. I had an apartment and you know, my, my motive was just, we gonna get out here and we gonna get it. Mm-hmm. You know, then um, I used to go to Miami and uh, uh, danced in Miami for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I never made it to the Rolex. I started off at the little sh- sugar shack. I wasn't Rolex material. Then strawberries burnt down. So, you know, <laughs> I never made it. <laughs> I never made it. But, um, you know, just it was a I wanted that fast life mm-hmm. because it looked good to me. And now that it's 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 because it's we're in beautiful times now when you see, you know, young people, including yourself, like there's a better way. There's a different way. Unfortunately, we were conditioned to think it was cool to go to the penitentiary. It was cool to date a dope boy. It was cool for your old man to call you from jail. What? Are you kidding me? My daughter will never experience that. She's 21. She got a 760 credit score. She jumping in a Turo space. She getting moved down to lofts and ponds. I'm proud of that. And she don't have no kids. You know what I mean? Like, no, when my son had his children, he was an adult. I had them young, you know what I mean? So cycles in my life are already being broken. Little by little, they will not repeat. I've done enough time and foolishness for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, my son tried to get out. No, 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 we're not, you're not, no son, you're not even smart enough. You don't know what you're doing and your friends, them, they're not for you. You know, I'm that, I'm that kind of mom. He's brought people around and I'd be like, that's not it. Chicks too, that's not it. What do you mean? I said, I've done time with that personality. That's, they don't know. Then he'll come back and be like, man, you was right. Or, mm-hmm. Mm. So <clears throat> there's a there's a time period where you were um, you were growing up mm-hmm. um, in the business of streets. Yeah. Right. Saw a lot. 
and you had your children during this time as well? Yeah, when well, my daughter, I was 20, how was I, Dr. Diddy? 23, I think, yeah. Okay. I was a, you know, I was older. But, you know, my son, I had him young. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what was it What was it in your life that um, made you go from what you were doing to going into accounting? Was it, were you trying to change your life at this point or was this? Slowly but surely, yes, I really was. When did you get that idea? Um, after he arrived. Mm. You know, because it was looking for that validation. Now I have this little person and, oh, he, this person is going to love me. Just like I said, the not not knowing just not knowing your worth you know i speak life into my daughter like you have to speak life into your children i understand that people want to work hard that's wonderful but there are moments that your kid needs to know you you matter or then when you come home speak life into them you could be having a hell of a day but the kid didn't ask to be here and you know we're we're especially now everybody's angry everybody's mad everybody's distracted and i think we speak to each other so disrespectfully that no one takes the time to just be like you good mm -hmm. how was your day you can come in and just be like girl you be like how you doing kayla girl let me i never asked you how you doing like <laughs> can this be a equal exchange Stop taking from me. You're sucking the life out of me. Then you want to be like, why am I not available for you? That happens with your kids too. So uh -huh. that's what happened with me. You know what I mean? I wanted to, uh, and then of course I was in an abusive relationship. His father was wearing me out. You know what I mean? But I thought he loved me. I didn't have a meal. I didn't know that that's not acceptable. You know, so my kids know that, but for years I was in an abusive relationship. And I thought it was love, but we were young kids, just stupid. You know what I mean? So how old was your son when you decided to, like when you started to even think about, okay, maybe it's time for me to change my life. The best way to support the Work and Play podcast is by subscribing to the YouTube channel and by going to your favorite podcast player to subscribe and rate the Work and Play podcast. That's all you have to do. So if you are liking the Work and Play podcast, the content, the stories that we're sharing, and you know that this will help someone, go ahead and share the content to someone who could actually use it and help them on their journey to transition from corporate into entrepreneurship. Now let's get back into the episode. Well... <clears throat> I want to tell you, between birth to two. Okay. Because I went to the penitentiary when he was small. When I came back out, he's almost six. Okay. okay. So that's when I had to, he had to know who I was. Because when he, you know, he used to come in the room and see me and i like, this might be the lady from that glass I used to go see, but she's home now. And then I think like, I never forget that. <laughs> I get emotional thinking about it. He was like, I think I was home like that third week. And he just walked in the room and looked at me. He said, Mommy. I said, Yeah, baby. You know mommy. who I am. You know. And he just gave me a hug. And I was just like, All right. I said, I, and I did. I remember saying, I'll never leave you again. Mm -hmm. Well, I meant well. But, and it wasn't that he didn't matter. I just, money mattered more. Because mm -hmm. I felt if I have these things to buy him, I, that's where I came from. My mother bought me. I'm not to say she didn't love, but maybe that was the way she felt. That was the way of showing her love. Unfortunately, I've done that in relationships too. But people need to know you're present, not get the presence. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
So that I think. So that, and then I, I slowly, I was working on it. I was fighting in war because it it's easy. To, it's easy to resort to what you know. The unknown is scary. You don't know. I know what's going to happen here. You know what I mean? I know that if it don't go well, I'm going to jail. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't did that before. And it's like, are you kidding me? Why? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, and then I had met a um, couple who owned a uh, tax, you know, preparation and as they started to transition into their corporate, you know, they have a multi-million organization now. Come on, some training. Come on, some training. And then I started learning because that's when I learned about taxes too, you know what I mean? So I was like having my little tool belt. But it was like, no, we're going to do it like this. this do it the, the right, right way. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? And started, I was like, oh, okay, okay. And that was the thing, like I said, with numbers. They used to be just fascinated like with numbers. Like, okay, I could just see on my sleep, I could see numbers. And, you know, things were good. It, you know, I was moving along, progressing. And every now and then somebody might have what we call a lick. Like, all right, you know, you can make you a couple 50, 60 bands. Why not? You, yeah, I could put that up. And it was still so, the right way based on, like, lead, like taxes? Not with a tax. And, you know, a friend would call. Somebody <laughs> ah, call. Ah, on the moves, side. So, you know okay, I mean? so that was your yeah, side. Yeah, you know how people yeah, say side hustle? Yeah, definitely. This is literally, true side hustle. Literally, Got literally. you. <clears throat> um, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I would always, uh, I have a gift of network, m make relationships. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm picking together. that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I, I am, really am picking that up. And I'm, I was wondering, I was going to ask you if you knew that that was your gift, that like you were the middleman, that you're, the way you tie relationships is unique. Yes, but I ran from it mm. for a while because I always felt like I wanted to be in, you know, because see, when you want to be in control, first of all, they know that that's you. Stop wanting to be on the front scene on anything. You don't have to, your character speaks for itself when you walk in the room, but it took time to, you know, learn that. Mm -hmm. And I remember, uh, I just remember sitting on a bunk in prison and I looked around and I said, wow, it was deja vu. I had seen it before. There were warnings, but I didn't pay attention. Mm. So that's when it was like, okay. Here we are. And then it's sad to say that sometimes you can get, sometimes I believe for me, God will get you somewhere by yourself where you can't hear nothing but him. Mm -hmm. You can't depend on nothing but him. And that's when the work, you know, was put in. Uh, the last situation that I had to deal with, um, I was looking at 45 years. And I walked away doing five. A lot of things were seized and taken. I did not snitch, it's not in me. Um, but, you know, I, I said, this is it. And I remember saying, if you just show me a better way, I'm done. And I haven't looked back, it's been beautiful. Wow. It's been, it's been a beautiful journey. Um, like <clears throat> I've shared, I um, have an amazing mentor. So it's more on mindset. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of my besides being institutionalized because those behaviors do come with you definitely mm -hmm. um, what, what are some of the behaviors that you notice I still have a few I'll eat cold food like I don't mean to mm -hmm. but if it's just cold if, I, like you're not like yelling mama you can't I was like and my daughter was like one day stop this is no and I'm like it's I'm just I'm hungry, babe. She's like, no. Yes. I mean, they really like, no, mama. But little, you know, little things or um, just being alone. A lot of people went through COVID rough. 
It was normal. It really was. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, one of my locations, I was locked down 23 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Came out for one hour to shower and maybe socialize for 30 minutes. I, I know how to, this is okay. Be by yourself. It's up here. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the strongest thing, your mind. You know yeah. what I mean? And I just want to use it to, to good and, like I said, to just help people. Yeah. And then how I got into massage. I definitely want to get into <laughs> massage. I was going to ask you, though, um, to kind of tie up this first part. 10 years, so really from, from young, from yeah. sixth grade, right, um, to what, what year <laughs> would you say? <laughs> I came home at 2012. 2012, got it. When I finally woke up. When you finally woke up, because there were times yes. when you said, I'm gonna change my life. Mm -hmm. And how old was your son in 2012? Paris was uh, 10, he's, my baby's 30 now. He's, um, when I leave, he was, I think he was 15, 15, 15, was he, yeah, 15, 16, yeah, I think so, yeah. So, okay. um, cause my daughter was in, uh, middle school mm -hmm. and I was on the run and it was just a situation <laughs> where I went to apply for my massage license and I said I was from out of state. Had I said I was in Georgia, I had enough resources and people that I could have taken care of it here. Mm -hmm. But because I was being truthful, you were trying, and and that's the thing you were trying to you were trying to do it right all these times. <laughs> yeah, because um, one of my girlfriends rest her soul, um, she worked at the, the GBI's office. So what is that? The Federal Georgia Bureau. Okay. So my name was always around. I was always ahead of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I knew what was going on with me. You Got know you. I mean? and, and it was a day, yeah, because she happened to actually be with me at this location where I was trying to get it, and that's when I was like, "Today's the day." And she's like, "No, no, I just rent. No, it's not." And that's when I kind of act like I didn't know her, and I kind of kicked my keys, and, and I bent down, said, "Excuse me, ma'am." I said, "Tell my, tell my son, I'm sorry. Tell my kids I love them." I was like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> and that's when it was like, "Uh, wow, and, wow." And the lobby got real thick with a lot of people, and I was like. Here we go. This is it. And wow. I was only, I've never ran from anything. Mm -hmm. I always had enough money to, you know, when you start, no bond, what do you, what? Do you, what? Do you, you know, like that arrogance, no bond. You know who I am. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't work like that. But um, it, it was time. But I had previously from that, I have been working really hard. I have been in school. I had really, I was putting in the work. This was the last piece, mm -hmm. you know? So no matter what, you, you, you gotta, my granddaddy taught me to do the crime, you gotta do the time. Now, a lot of times we don't do them numbers they throw at you, but I knew I had to go do it. So this, the, the, the last bit was different. Mm -hmm. I was different. So you know, I'm speaking life into the ladies while they're in there. You know, some be coming in there talking about them. I left my stop. No, you didn't. You knew what you was doing. We, what we're not going to do is that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. So that was supposed to be 45 years. It yes. ended up being five years. Yes. And though you, the way you spent it, even before that, you were preparing for this new life. It caught up to you. Yes. And then you had to do the five years. But while you were in five years, you were pouring into other people. Oh, yeah. My question was actually going to be, you mentioned two things. You mentioned your character your character changed over time and you mentioned the tool belt right yeah. you started with i actually started with the neurology going into the library reading books right mm -hmm. and then it's like counting money for people <laughs> on the street and then it's like all these things and your tool belt is getting full yeah 
I'm curious, as you're growing, as your character is growing, right? As your tool belt is, you know, you're getting more and more things that you know, and you can't unknow these things, right? So I understand what it's like sometimes to kind of just think a certain way, right? So when was the first time you put your hands on a body? Like when when was the first time in, in all of that um, where you- The kids when they were little. My mm. niece, I have a niece that I pretty much kind of raised, mm. her and my son. So I used to always like to, you know, massage the children. Really? And, um, mm -hmm, I used to always love to just give them a good bath time, you know what I'm saying? And they'll fall off to sleep Ooh. and you just, you know. And then I um, thought about, like I said, I had a horrible divorce. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, what can you do? What can I do? That was 2000 and 2007, between 2007 and 2009. Officially, I came back to Georgia in 2009. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, what can I, you know, what can I do? Something I need to do because, you know, he, he really was the financial piece. Brad Winter. And, did you give him um, massages a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did, actually, I did. I did. I don't think about him a lot because that was, uh, I was married to a, I thought a wonderful guy, my forever person, and he, was down low so it was down low gay got you sweet meat yes gay okay. so i didn't see that coming and you know for us ladies you know you 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 can deal with another woman you can deal with some drugs i can't compete with that so therefore i went into a really dark place. Yeah, you said you'd already been kind of struggling with your worth. Yeah. So at this point, <clears throat> yeah, what is worth? Something? You got being abused in that whole relationship. Yeah. Now I found my superhero, and he ends up being gay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was rough. Yeah. You know, I had a nervous breakdown. Got through that though. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And um, I didn't want a chick. I, um, well, but, I but I had to heal. I had to really, because I was humiliated. I just, it was humiliating. It was, I, I unlike anything, you know, <laughs> I, I don't mind sharing the people the first thing. The first thing I was going to kill them. The first thing I went and got, to, it was getting ready to go. I had a moment of clarity and the kids were on their way home and I don't have children with him, thanks God. But he was a great stepfather, I will say that. He really, really was. Um, and I remember putting the gun down, I walk out the house. I um, only remember waking up and my arms were strapped. I was in a facility. You blacked out. Yeah, I was on, they say I was on the highway walking. I, I think, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember none of that. Um, my mom was there. She lived in Atlanta, so I knew, because when I woke up, I seen her. She's like, well, whatever it is, we're going to get through this. Um, he came in the room, and I started screaming. She said, ah, whatever this is, baby, you got to go. Got it. So um, I guess for about a couple months, I enjoyed the, the high I was on from the drugs. I didn't have to feel. I didn't have to see because nobody knew what was gonna happen. I just I didn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But it was just my son coming to see me and mommy come back to me, come back to me. It's like okay, you've been selfish enough. So I had to really do the work. 
Oof. I didn't want to. I wanted to stay there and stay stay high. The, the dope was good. They gave me great drugs because I used to, you know, like, yes, I can stay here. I don't want to deal with this. Then it was like, he's worth me coming back to deal with it. And it's not my mom's responsibility to raise my children. You know what I mean? So that in itself was traumatizing. And then honestly, the first thing you think, I've had people, what do you think? What did you think? You think you have AIDS. By the grace of God, I don't. Right, but especially because you got, you came up the in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Baby, that's yeah. the first thing you think. Ooh, wee. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna mm-hmm. kill all y'all. You know what I mean? But I don't. Thank God, I never had it. Never tested positive. Yes. Um, but that that's the, the 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 trauma that you go through, and then mm-hmm. it's like this after this, and it's like you know, are there have there been days I want to give up? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, considered it, tried it. You know, mm-hmm. but. I'm still here and there's things that I have to do. And it's just a matter of lots of times, if you, you know, you change your mindset, you change your strategy, you truly do change your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And God had to really show me, I'm for, I'm real, I'm real. Because I got to a point where I was like, I was mad at God, I was mad at everybody, but these were all decisions that I made, Mm -hmm. you know? You mentioned you had to do the work, right? Your son came into the room and said, you know, mommy, come back to me. And you realize like, okay, I have to do the work. And it's funny that every time I have a a question, you say something that reminds me, like it it just kind of sits (laughs) well because I was gonna ask, did you know, or did you have an inkling of what that work was? Because you said, God showed you, (laughs) I'm real. No, I wanted to give up. But I kept getting up. So I had to start paying attention. Sometimes we focus on the the, the have-nots. And it's like, okay, I keep getting up, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I've asked you to end it. I've asked you all these things. But I keep getting up. Mm-hmm. And I just, I kept getting up. You know what I mean? I stayed in, in counseling. And I kept just like, okay, okay. This is what we got to do. And then... uh it just, it, I, can't, I can't even put it in words. It's just, uh, I have little people that depend on me. What is, you gotta, hey man, it, it's not about you. You, you. you gotta make this work. Mm-hmm. You know, are you kidding me? You, you, you brought these people into this world. These are not getting ready to be grownups. We don't, how weird are we gonna make this? Like, do the work. Yeah. I love when Neil always says it has to work, or it, or it has, has to, to work. work. And he and I've I've been honored to meet you know meet him. It's a pleasure like to see that he's serious about that too. It really does. It has to work, or it has to work. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, me and my son, uh, the relationship is better because I was an angry woman when I he he's he's seen a lot of my faces. <laughs> you know, he's proud of me because, like I said, I'm always with my grandsons, but. He knows the change mm-hmm. because I wasn't, but I, I want to always be the best version of me. I don't mind putting the work. If I can put in the work in the streets, why can't I put in the work to develop and be a better version of me? Yeah. As long as I am at my best then I can give my clients my best. Yeah. So that's to me, the, the 2.0 Caleb. I love it. Three, three, <laughs> I was like, three, three, four point no, because I think the variations, you said he saw your faces, you know, honestly, and, and maybe it's because where I stand, I think it's it's a blessing to even know your faces, to to see who you are in these different elements. And the next 10 years for, for your son to even be able to know the 
the variations of mom, I think that, I feel like that's such a blessing. And the fact that you haven't quit. You're yeah, still living out the narrative. I can't. I, I, I just can't. I can't. You know what I mean? Because um, I've had people um, from, well, I was honored. I had, I had one of my girlfriends. We used to hustle together. Heavy. She um, was released recently, and she's been wide and know she's watching me. That's one thing. My mentor, uh, the amazing Brian Bean. Shout out um, to Brian Bean. Uh, watch. They're watching. People are watching. They might not say nothing, but they're watching. And I used to worry about image because I had a past. You know what I mean? But it was like one person to the puzzle that has, has gone on to glory that I don't worry about. I don't I can I'll speak now because it was it was because of them. I did I just, you know, respectfully kept quiet, but mm -hmm. now it's like I don't have to be quiet. I can I can speak is, your truth. Yes, you can be who you are. Definitely. And honestly and truly. All of the first part of Kayla point point one point oh is trauma, it's tension, it's 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 just and all the things that people go to a massage therapist to let go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when I tell you all of this part of the story makes so much sense because you went through your healing. You keep saying you did the work, mm -hmm. you went through your healing, you went through your process, and as massage, you know, comes to be a part of it, comes to be a part of your tool belt. I'm assuming and you have to walk us through the, this growth period, but I'm assuming it started off as a tangible skill. You started doing it with your kids. Yes, I um, like I said, the skill, the kids. Then I divorced. Okay, what am I gonna do? I traveled a little bit. And it's like, okay, I need something to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm in trouble with the you know finance world. I can't. Uh, what am I gonna do? I need a skill. So okay, what can I do? I tried hair. Now, <laughs> I'm a lefty. At that time, things weren't made for left-handed people. So I got like maybe 200 hours of cosmetology, but it wasn't, and I didn't have supportive people. Mm. I was still in that stage to where it was, I mean, I was told, <laughs> you need to have a license to shampoo my hair. And I was like, well, how am I grow? But I had those kind of people that, they didn't believe in me. That's just, it is what it is. There's mm -hmm. no way to put no cut on it. Mm -hmm. So I chose massage. I chose the Atlanta School of Massage. I didn't know what I walked into. The school at that time, um, we, the, 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 the motto was uh, mind, body, and spirit. No clue, wasn't thinking of looking into that. My first day of class, I'm in there like, these people are weird. Like, you know, I'm in, my, I'm in my stuff, my bag. As I kept going. I met some of the most amazing people that I love to this day. And I grew, like I, I, the body work did so much to me that it was like, I started like, you could see a glow, a cloud, like I just, you know, then um, I got into CE, you know, your CEUs and stuff like that. I mm -hmm. did Jamu. That's um, the credit hours, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. The it's called Jamu. It's a kind of Balinese type of massage. And then I wanted to learn this called Thai yoga. Now there's different variations, but I am trained under uh, Achan James. I'm a level two, CPT level two. My goal is to be a teacher, but I got distracted with life. And when I tell you. Uh, it's an indigenous body work. Anything that I do for another, uh, I guess, cultural country, I'm blessed because when natives come and see you and say, yes, this reminds me of my homeland, you're doing a really good job. Mm 
Mm. And it's uh, it's different from massage though. Um, I do incorporate some of the techniques, but under what the scope of what I'm taught from the Native American church, I am a therapeutic minister of the laying of the hands. That's totally different than massage. I can talk to you about diet. I can talk to you about nutrition. I can. Those are things that, and from a Western world, a massage therapist can't do. So you have to separate them. It got to a point where it was too much for me to like separate because you have to put on hats. Mm-hmm. There's a famous doctor. I can't think of his name right now, but he's I think at John Hopkins. He has two offices. Okay. When he's in the office in that realm, he puts on his jet. You know, like and he has a whole staff. It's crazy. It's dope though. But I wasn't. I guess strategic enough to turn that off mm-hmm. because that's like me and you having a conversation and say a, a chiropractor or a nurse hears me talk about oh, I can heal you mm-hmm. they gonna call the board on me because that ain't what massage therapists do Got so <laughs> you know um, that's something totally different but that body work so when I pull up because it's in Florida you in the woods you in seclusion I'm like okay and none of these people look like me I'm like if this not you Lord if this is not it, if this a call and they gonna try to kill me and eat me <laughs> <laughs> you know Same what I mean? Like, yeah, like, look, what is this? And you yeah. go in seclusion for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And we just did body work. We just did body work. At that time, I went. I was on medication because, you know, back, all kind of ailments because you go hard, your body start breaking out. I was like, let me see if this is about Because I just thought I was going to take a seat. I got, I got a scholarship to take this course. And I'm thinking, honey, when I tell you, I went in... May of I believe twenty May 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 of twenty fourteen. No, I went in October. I didn't have any type of pain in my body until May the following year. Mm. That's when I said, "Oh my!" Like, okay, this is oh, this is good, but it's heavy. We learn about we learn about programming, conditioning, things that we're taught that some are not. some are not true. They're, mm-hmm. they're, some are not true. Mm-hmm. Eating right, diet, what these chemicals, what things are doing to your body. And I was in a space where I couldn't do nothing but listen. There were times I actually got up and left. Okay. You're like, I cannot. I, can't, I said, I can't take this. Yeah. And I would go back. I got to go back. And it was just like, you came this far. And I was like, you know, and then for real, we'd be, we would have conversations that I'm like, you know what I mean? Ah, John, I'm black. I can't tell my people that he said, that's why you're here to go back and educate them. Mm. You, they need to know this information, and, and it was ask, like, what are some of the things? Oh my God! So where do we begin? Um, uh, like just the thing: food is medicine. Medicine is food. You eat pretty healthy. Stuff that this is twenty fifteen. A lot of stuff is you know different now. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I learn? Um, I didn't know that like something like Black History wasn't just taught in my. Um, I didn't know in the Vatican a lot of the sculptures are of black women mm, okay the mary the, the sculptures of africa there's a black woman i didn't i didn't know these things um, i didn't know that. you know i didn't know that um uh up in well i don't say jersey up the native americans how they merged together is because they were helping slaves i didn't know that because they would go to the reservations things like that i didn't know that um also um i just didn't know about like Trifala, certain pre pre and probiotics. Um, I didn't know that the <laughs> the inside of uh, I don't even eat them with it. What's the little cake with the cream in inside? Oh, the, the, the twink- Twinkie. 
What's what's the truth about a Twinkie? <laughs> you gonna make the people come for me. <laughs> Depending on the right lighting, if you if you turn the lights off, it glows in the dark. And you gotta realize that goes inside your system. Um, that's crazy. There are actually cures out here for AIDS. There's actually cures out here for cancer. People, they keep feeding us medicine. We leave it at that. Okay, I understand. Because <laughs> it gets so to the point where you like, wait a minute, what? And I'm down there with people, not your everyday people, like one of the um, head persons for MAC Cosmetics, you know, um, out of Toronto Vision. I mean, you know, you celebrity. Like, it was all, it was all people walks of life. And mm -hmm. it's like, they're learning. They just want to learn. And, you know, some were just down there to be free in the wilderness when we did the sweat lodge that was crazy i'm in a sweat lodge we built it and it was 1500 degrees in there and i never knew that when you put your face to the ground it's cold i mean i know that's simply said but it makes sense when you take your shoes off how you're grounding yourself but when you in a room like that it was it was healing it was healing a lot of the biases that i was tied like you let them go so as you are healing as an individual, I'm really curious about the process of letting go. Um, like when you're becoming a new person, right? And if, you know, like you said, your son knows this Kayla and he knows the Kayla before that. What does it feel like to let go? Or what's one of the main things that you personally had to let go in order to be the version of you that you are today? think different I had to get around some people that dream so freaking big to a small-minded person is bragging but they're only strategizing to mm -hmm. that brings it to like I said that brings it back to morning meetup you know, like I said, I met Dave through Brian at one of Brian's uh, events. Dave came and spoke to us and we did a disc assessment and he was just super cool. I would see him all the time, you know, and then when I came over to the morning meetup, uh, the love every morning is what I tell you sometimes anywhere from three to seven hundred depends on the number. You got like minded entrepreneurs speaking life into you the first thing in the morning. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. Really, really. And I think that aligned with me just seeking, 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 you know, reading self-help development books. And just, I've always wanted a better way, even while I was hustling. I always wanted the best. I just wouldn't settle. And now conversations are just different. They're really different, especially when, you know, you're blessed to be around people seven eight figure like conversations are different mm -hmm. stresses are different i remember being privileged to ask uh uh mr harper mr Derek harper and brian b like it was a situation on each with each gentleman it was like do you not stress because you got some money like because you're rich and they chuckle like that helps because we can get panicky um but to successful people grounded balanced successful people it's not that serious mm -hmm. like now we're just going 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 we're distracted mm -hmm. nobody's breathing i took a what really brought me to this moment i took a breath and body work course i can't even put it in words the next one i want to go to is in bali but i learned how to breathe 
everybody we do not breathe on a day-to-day basis we truly do not breathe Mm -hmm. i had once again i'm the only woman of color because you know me i'm going for what i need it doesn't matter who's in the room uh they got their hands around me and they breathe and when i finally i cried (laughs) for 30 minutes non-stop and it was amazing it was like layers i you know what I mean? But we're so conditioned to just go, 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 go. Even in relationships, like stop, breathe. Like my grandchildren, <laughs> I, I do Thai body work on them. You know, my one grandson, I take them upside down and be just every bone in their body. I, my youngest grandson, he's not afraid of anything. And my goal is for him to always be like that. Mm. Be mindful, be smart. But as we get older, like I said, it just, you know, I've learned it's it's our it's our disappointments that we challenge on the kids. Mm, mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. You don't need no, do it. Well, they put some towels down. They put some blankets mm. down. <laughs> yeah, he did. I want to jump off the bed. I said, you sure you want to do that? I yes. I put the pillows down. He jumped. He said, I don't think I want to do that again. <laughs> okay. My daughter went off to school. Go. If you don't like it? You can come back. But go. I never want to live a life of regrets. Mm-hmm. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Mm-hmm. If it don't work out, it just didn't work out. Yeah. But now you hear Neil say it got to work, so you can't come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you never know. And I think that a lot of people are just taught. Because let me tell you, when when you face with some of them obstacles where you have nothing but to surrender, mm-hmm. life gets different. Yeah. You know, and then I've seen some of the toughest dudes, oh, woulda, shoulda, coulda, feds come talking to you. They turn into little bitty feeble kids. Yeah. But, you know. You, you don't know what you would do about a lot of things because you have no frame of reference what you would do you're just in that moment and it's like okay we're here yeah so I just I, I now I'm in a space where I just like life I want to keep it simple life is <laughs> life can be great no matter the circumstances mm-hmm. but you you just have to have the the proper, I think, you know, posture and structure just to be like, it's cool. Whatever it, whatever this it is, it's going to pass. Yeah. Can't tell you when, but if you just keep focusing on it's over there, not right here. You know, you just have that tunnel vision. You know what I mean? Keep moving yeah, forward. Definitely. You have Can to. I say that I, again, um, and I, I'm going to tell you where it's coming from. When I quit corporate, um, at the time I was 25, 26. And at that point, I'd been living the wreck. I told you about my experiences, what I was exposed to, but yeah. I'd been pretty living a pretty um, regular life. And the first year that I quit, I got through so many, you said, life distractions, right? And honestly and truly, <laughs> I think that those two years, I'm proud of those two <laughs> years because even though they were made of, I didn't need to spend 10 years to do something right. It, so, Cause it's like, I still get a chance to learn from others. But the two years that I experienced life, I was like, oh, this is what all the motivation is made out of, right? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, um, a lot of people are just talk. Because if you haven't experienced, not just like, you know, failing a test, but if you haven't experienced life in a way that you're, there's nothing to catch you on either side. Mama can't help you. You literally have to pull yourself out of the situation. So I'm coming from that place But when I say that I feel like all of that is a blessing. No, it is. To, it's it's to yeah, now that everything you go through is for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You, you can't, you can't, I mean, like now I'm actually, 
ready to go back into the jails and prisons and talk to them. I wasn't for a minute. I can do a county presentation and talk to you, but prison's a little different. The way the doors close is still it, it was Jarring. it would freak me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, I can't get out. <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh, let me please. Can we leave? Like, this lady coming here. The whole hey, hey, right, do I got to go. I got to go right now. Listen, do you more know? harm than yeah. good. Yeah. Cause they be yeah. sitting here like, oh yeah, I am trapped in here. Yeah. yeah. No, I, so so I thought like a long because I you need to, but I did. I will honestly, I'm gonna say maybe about a month ago. You started to open I up. I felt to in that. my spirit say it's time. Mm-hmm. I'm like. But like I, I think I lost my thought. I have one of my good girlfriends that she asked me to mentor her, and I'm like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And she did. She she said, "I, I've been watching you, and I know it's for real, because I know what well, you're you're. This is for real. Mm-hmm. And you you know you keep growing and you yeah. And I'm like, if you're not coming all the way in, don't come, because yeah. that that. Cause like I said, the first couple years I got home, you know, you still get phone calls to be like, "Hey, you, I got hit." No, mm-hmm. no, yeah, no, not at all. So that <laughs> brings us to the moment where I'm laying on your bed, your massage bed, and you're rubbing my shoulders, mm-hmm. and you immediately—I think you've been touching me about maybe sixty <laughs> seconds—and you were like, "Yeah, you got corporate shoulders." Now, fast forward—not even fast forward—he, we're here. What it, what do you bring with you when you're massaging? Like how much experience from the first body you ever truly massaged to now? What is the experience that you bring when you're massaging folks? Well, I love what I do. First of all, um, before I give them a little secret now. <laughs> before I well, first of all, you know I wash my hands, but before I, I um, touch anyone, I know my hands with holy oil. And I ask, whatever there is the need, will you allow me to be the vessel? So I don't know a lot of stuff per se. I just know intuitively you're, the body talks to me. It's like we're having a real conversation. And I'm saying, hi, I'm Kayla. You know, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to service, you know, Ariel. Can, do I have permission? As I'm walking around you, I'm saying, do I have permission? Am I welcome? And everybody kind of like, hey, who are you? What you want? Why you here? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Then you had a, and I watched the body. <sighs> okay, yeah. Then that third one is like, oh, showtime. You know what I mean? So, mm. I, um, I, I just, I, lo- I love it. I love the results. I mean, I'm almost at, honestly, since my career, I'm almost at eighteen thousand services. Wow. And yeah, I'm getting tired. I'm working now um, with some people. Um, I'm looking to work with the amazing Brynn and, you know, Miss Callie. Um, and figure out a better strategy to do more because I'm only one person. Mm-hmm. You know, to build my brand, build my uh, business, I want to teach. Um, I want to teach real massage, not some of this soft porn that's on IG. That's not what we do. That's ex- that's exactly what it is. I'm like, this is not a massage. Yeah, yeah, that. And then you know, some of the ladies, I guess maybe they just want a hot guy, or like. But when you look at some of the body work, it's like, sweetie, he's gonna injure you yeah. if you don't pay it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm looking at some guy, I'm like, you got your arm in her spine. What are you doing? Like, but you know that. You know what I think that need. is though. I think that is for a lot of women who are similar to me 
prior to life <laughs> distractions, you one, don't have a man. Two, you don't have that physical touch from other people. And three, the men who are smart enough to find that jug, I do feel like it's kind of a jug. But <laughs> I mean, I, I do, I just think it's just y'all, just pay them to do what you need to do. Why, why are you oiled down and looking? Girls, I just feel like you pay for this. I just feel like if you, it should just been a mutual exchange. Why are you paying for this and why are you so greasy? <laughs> That's why what, are you so greasy? I think that that is why the market exists. Why are you so greasy? You know exactly why they greasy. I'm like, what is, you know, but... That's the thing, like I said, I, I myself need to do a little live more. Mm -hmm. I've had to sign so many NDAs for so long mm -hmm. that it's like, now I got to come out and say, hi, I'm Kayla. That's why I kind of get better with that. I'm Kayla. Because usually, you know, you have, I've been fortunate to have very, very private clientele that, you don't even know there's you didn't even know me you don't mm -hmm. you didn't touch me mm -hmm. some i can disclose but the other ones no so i haven't had it and then when you know you come out social media what are you talking about i gotta prove myself to you what right a, you got it <laughs> but i get it you know i'm understanding it mm -hmm. now more and more and uh you know things of that and like um i like the concept of uh mr damian burris my pulpit is different. Yes. Mine is too. You know what I mean? So it's all about, you know, mindset. It doesn't have to be the way you thought or how it should go. Just the way God has it intended for you in your life. So, 100%. yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, that. What's out here, what's available, we need you. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the short and long of it. So, okay, so let me ask you this. Um, before we get up out of here, I do need to ask, like, um, the things like I know you said you don't know a lot, like but you do, right? I mean, I do. I mean, I, I, um, I mean, I'm getting ready to be a clinic supervisor at one of the massage schools, so I do know what you like. Got you. Um, so when when it comes to educating the people, where do um and and then think about the different lifestyles that exist? Because mm -hmm. when you said corporate shoulders, it just told me you corporate know different you know walks of life. Were, yeah, you were either in heels. So like posture, either mm -hmm. you're in heels or you're over at a computer or you're dealing with clients and you're smiling a lot because you, you could be pissed off. You have a, a serious, you know what I mean? Uh, boss is, you know, you, but you. Mm -hmm. So we hold that in our body. Yes, yes mm -hmm. definitely. And then, you know, like the typing and, and driving. These attachments here, when you really get in here, these can be uncomfortable. But once you get down in there, oh my gosh, because we're holding we're stern, you know, your stern wheel, this and that. Or you just worry about how people, if they move around a lot, hips can be tight. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I was taught that when there is a lot of tension on the uh, neck, shoulders, you know, your cerebral area, um, that's the weight of the world. Um, your thoracic area, that means heart. You know, um, lumbar, support. You, mm -hmm. you don't really have a lot of support. Okay, so cerebral, life. Yeah. weight of the world, heart, meaning love issues or familial issues. Oh, all, the, all the all the above. And then hips or support. Lumbar. Uh -uh. Sorry, lumbar. Here. Lumbar here. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's where it's our lumbar. lumbar. All that's connected. Mm -hmm. Even the attachments to work the hips. Mm -hmm. So that's support. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's like familiar support, uh, career support, any type. You just feel like the person is kind of doing it alone. Mm -hmm. Could be. Or mm -hmm. they could just be posture. See what I'm saying? It could be mm -hmm. something and then nothing. Do you talk? Do you talk and ask like, you know, I'm, I'm envisioning something okay. super caricature like, but, you know, being able to read into someone's life and say like, you know, 
I was thinking about Miss Cleo. Some, no, some, I have had sometimes. There is a two things. I, the wildest thing is I was called a witch one time. Mm. Young lady came in. Uh, I was then at the uh, Serenby community. If you've never been there, you guys should go. It's an amazing place. Um, and this is before they built the new facility. It was just two rooms. And she just was having a rough time. You could just see it. Like when she came, you just, there's a lot on her. And I worked on her and she just had what we call emotional release. That's when you can hit a certain part and they just ball out of control. And yeah. Um, and she just explaining it was heavy a lot. She was dealing with a lot, a lot. And um, when she got up, she said she was fine. She was cool. I stayed with her because she was like she's having a panic attack, but she didn't. She came out, and when she came out of the bathroom, she nut up. She went into me. You witch. You touched me. I wasn't feeling this. I came in here for a massage. Now I'm an emotional wreck. And da 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 da. I mean, she went off, and I was like, I've been called a lot of things, but a witch. I ain't a witch, you know what I mean? Mm. But I understood she, she, and then like I said, you know, the man, I was like, I, right. they was like, let alone. We, we, she, she has a lot going on. She just unleashed, you know, on you. I had a gentleman when I was working at Chateau Elan, he, um, he never really liked, he never had a massage. He was in his seventies, started dating a little young thing. So she wanted to have a massage. massage. Then I asked him why hadn't he ever, you know, uh, he didn't disclose then as I continue to work on him. He said, wow, this really feels nice. Wow. Um, that gentleman, he took, I took him back, I guess, to a memory where he had been molested when he was six years old. He had never told nobody at that moment. And it's like, there's something called unwinding. That's when your body, I, I, I compare it to having like the Holy Ghost. Your body can just do this and you have no control of it. And mm -hmm. if you're not prepared, the first time it happened with me, it freaked me out. But then you just hold mm -hmm. and you just ask the client, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, but I know this is just your body's what we call unwinding. It's just, it's, it's just that fascia is unwinding and it can be creepy mm -hmm. if you're not grounded in what you know. And, you know, being able to take the client all the way and they're okay. Cause I have some clients that we've done some great work with. Mm -hmm. And then there was another gentleman that he was beat as a child. So he didn't want to be touched. Um, after I, you know, I, I serviced him, he had to go said, I gotta go call my ex-wife. I want an apology. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, then another gentleman, he was going to kill, he was going to kill her. Um, I didn't know he was just coming back to back to get, uh, he was doing like 90 minute sessions. Mm -hmm. That third session, he said, I want to tell you, thank you. And uh, he said, I was walking. He said, I came in walking. I want to just get a service. He said, but my wife of 20 years is cheating on me. He said, who's going to blow her head off? Because I work, I do everything to take care of her. He said, but you know, our interactions conversation, he said, and it just, my body's feeling a lot. It's like, I don't have that. I'm not angry anymore. Hmm. He said, thank you. Uh, maybe a couple months later, he comes in the door again. Hey, how you doing? He's good to see you. I want you to meet somebody. You know, it was her. Girl, when I tell you the way she shook my hand, like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I yeah. said, how you doing? She said, he told me. Thank you. Wow. She said, and we're doing okay. We're in counseling. I'm like, yeah. I mean, like some of the stories, because I want you to feel it's a safe place. I want mm -hmm. you to know that it goes nowhere. You know what I mean? Because... Mm -hmm. You just don't know what people are dealing with. I don't know if that person is one moment from going outside 
taking people out or themselves. Mm -hmm. So when I have them there, it's about them and whatever, you know, God has me to do, we get it done. Yeah. So, you know, and I, and I love it. I love it. Like that's the problem though. Sometimes I always, I love it too much. So now I just want to teach because I want to, I want the young kids to understand. I mean, I get it if, if this is just a job for you, but, um, we're dealing with people. Yeah. It needs to be more than that because I don't know. I think since the shutdown, there's just been this, this, this reset of everybody entitled. And it's not that you shouldn't be entitled to be, you should be entitled to be great, but that's a human being like take time to just, it's, Relax. Mm-hmm. I think the whole world needs a massage. <laughs> oh man, I think the whole world does my, myself. So as you think about the future and like all of the things that you've been through and seen, like I see so many different connections from the life you used to live and the life you live now. For somebody to lay on your chair, if they went to Massage Envy, and not to say Massage Envy only has one type of masseuse, but let's say they Wait, went in for a massage therapist. I'm gonna stop you there depending on who you speak to mm. we're taught a masseuse gives a happy ending so i just say that i'm cool with it i i know because that was what the verbiage was mm-hmm. to in only in georgia i can say because i don't know about other states 2005 <clears throat> is when the medical community took massage seriously prior to 2005 in georgia they had to be with the strippers getting a license so some may look at you like so I just wouldn't want you to offend and not know it because people ain't yeah. going to tell you. And I'm glad you said that. When you sat down and we first started the podcast and you said massage therapist, as you're telling your story, I'm like, you're the perfect, perfect person to give someone therapy, right? <laughs> and as you're talking about the results, I'm like, this is therapy. I swear, three, three points in time when I actually was like, massage therapist actually literally came up in my brain like oh this is therapy yeah like when they serious but but yeah definitely and because you've Thank gone you. through absolutely Thank you. i appreciate that there's a there's there's a thing about like helping others you know some of it is textbook and then some of it is life experience and mm-hmm. when i go to a therapist i need you I would need to know that you got me not only because you learned about it because you can see it from a mile away because you've been through it yeah. because you know it when not you it, you can see it on me yeah, yeah. and I think that as you were talking about your your experience it started to give clarity to massage therapists and then got all the way to the results I'm glad you stopped me cuz that's Cause that's I, definitely that's the thing, you know I mean like some of the elders you mm-hmm. know cause, but that's that's cuz I I I've, I've been around some other therapists and I was like she I said well, did you it, did you explain to them why that may offended you no I just so they're going to continue to say that when you had a moment there was a moment for you to say if you don't it's a way I mean it's just a way to say educate you know, people on the, exactly. on the new term that's, it's the same for social workers that's the thing yeah, yeah. cuz yeah. therapists for um, the psychology uh, community didn't accept uh, social workers for a while. Exactly. And so now we we as healers, we come together and I do like the fact that the community is starting to respect different modalities mm-hmm. in healing mm-hmm. because anybody can walk through their journey, but you're not going to trust everyone. You won't trust every therapist. You won't trust every massage therapist. True. You won't trust every social worker. So whoever you can find your healing from. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking you mentioned young people. And um, the I know I have service is seven, seven. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the young people that you want to hire oh, as no, you I'm build out the services. I thought about that. Like, like la, la, the youngest person I've ever seen who sat on your table besides my grandbabies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, paid client was seven. Really? Yes. 
On a regular basis? Well, she came to me three times. Her mom would come and get service, but it was, well, the first time they brought her back there, I was like, is this, what y'all doing? Like, so then I'm like, <laughs> I squat down, baby, have you ever had a massage for? No, ma'am. Okay. Why so did then they I just went into mommy mode because mm -hmm. she was getting, you know, spending a day at the spa, you know. Okay, well, so it was, it was. Like it, she, I don't know if I was the babysitter or whatever. It was cool, but I just explained to her in that moment, sweet pea, I, and I, no one is supposed to touch you above here mm -hmm. or below here. You went into mommy mode for yes. real. So mm -hmm. I played with her feet, rubbed her little arms, played with her hair. She fell asleep. You know, I let her kind of rest. That was it. Mm -hmm. I came out and I said, <clears> I, I do hope I haven't overstepped. This is what I told your daughter. She's like, oh my God, I didn't think about that. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Those are moments, but that was a teaching moment for me too, because uh, my baby girl, I think he was like 12 at the time. I went home and I said, D, if I sent you to get a massage, would you get, would you get nude? She said, yes, mom, I would. I said, why? She said, cause she, that was my mom said, no, 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 no. I know. Cause she's draped. I don't see her, but you know, by law, we can never see anybody. So whatever you're underneath, that's your business. As long as you're draped properly, anything exposed, you might want to look into that. Mm -hmm. But that let me know to my baby, no. And it's crazy. Cause I was sharing it with other women that happened. And it was like, well, wait a minute. We used to get them when we would go to the country club. I think I might have been inappropriately touched because I didn't. Yeah. So those were moments for me to be like, baby girl. No. So people, if you send your children to the spa or a therapist, if you're not in the room, particularly the age, make sure they have on some garments. If not, nobody should go above here mm -hmm. or below here. Mm -hmm. No, that's how. And if you feel violated in the session, I, you're you're a lot of people don't. Because they're nude, they feel vulnerable. Yeah. This is your money, you're paying for a service in that session. And yes, report that therapist. Cause yeah. I've been hearing some things, report it. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, a massage can be sensual because you're waking up senses. Some things happen, it's natural, but you keep it professional. You don't make the client feel, un it's, they're body parts, Let's just, we're adults. But nothing ever is sexual. It's not that type of party. So I'm, I'm glad sorry. you I just, just that's, like, no, that's important. Never that type of party. That's the not happening. There are a lot of people who go through massages and they feel violated, but because they're going through an experience like, oh, it's a massage, they feel like they don't have the right to or speak some up. I don't even know. I've been thinking about doing like little clips like, this is what happens mm -hmm. when you come in. This is what you should do. Experience. Just little things mm -hmm. because some people, you know, I had a lady one time, she kept everything on. Okay, cool. We're going to do compressions. Then finally I was like, well, would you like to, you know, she was like, well, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, that was a moment for me back then to be like, I didn't never tell her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Education. You know, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, you know, when people are paying their money, especially the numbers that, you know, I'm charging, it's an experience. Cause you can go to a local chain and get a membership and it's okay, but it needs to be an experience. And if you're not happy with your experience, and hey, I can honestly say in my career that I know of, that someone has actually told or said, I can honestly say, I think I've had about maybe five complaints. Seriously. Now, I think that's pretty good compared to my 18, almost 18,000. Mm -hmm. But everything's not there for everyone. And I'm okay with that. If you don't, I, I have no problem refunding you your bread. Like, it's not that serious. I will find someone. It's about you. Mm -hmm. I'm not that, no. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? No, 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 no. So, so how are we going to package up Kayla into like 12 other Kaylas? What are some of the criteria you're looking for 
for other people to have in their tool belt when they come to you? Be coachable. Um, that's a good question. That's why I haven't hired nobody yet. Because as my baby, I'm scared to let go. Um, someone that actually likes people. Someone that's not angry. That someone that even if they have some 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 issues, we can work through them. But someone that is serious about being excellent. I am a. Last week, I actually got in trouble because I was at <laughs> a, a moment. Uh, we were down in uh, Mr. Bean. We was. I snapped on the waitress. I didn't mean to be snappy, but I'm really particular. To someone, it probably was like, she's crazy, but <laughs> I'm really particular because I'm serious about customer service. Like, I'm really serious about that. And he was like, not Kayla, not my leaders. We don't, it's okay. Have empathy. It's just, I didn't do it. She didn't do it the way I would have. She's not me. So I have to stay in that mode. It's not that serious. So I need people that it's not that serious that... We can have a good time, but we're serious about the work and to definitely show up on time, please. Uh, some some therapists like to show up when the service starts. <laughs> That's not how you be great. You yeah. need to be at work at least an hour before to just ground yourself. Whatever's going on at home, you leave it at the door. Mm -hmm. And you it's about the client. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's really that, you know, some people just, um, I don't know. I, I think that um, people that just want to be the best version of themselves and willing to put in the work because I, what I want for ATL Body Works is magnanimous. I just, I want to be international. I want to compete with your major, major chains. Um, I, uh, I want to be an impact. You know what I mean? I want like a full med spa and eventually maybe add on some, uh, you know, counseling. I even thought about, I, like I said, it's crazy how we're just in this moment. Maybe that's more confirmation. I want to, I want to go grab the ladies incarcerated, but I don't know yet if I've matured enough to have the patience with them though. So I have to work on that because I, I have no problem. Like I can cut you off and I don't even know you no more. And I, that's something I need to work on because it's just a matter of I'm serious. But I don't want to be so serious that I offend or I hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, some of y'all a little too sensitive, but I still need to let you be that. Mm -hmm. You know, meet people where they are and really mean it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm talking that a little bit more. I don't really mean it yet. Got it. Because there's some things I just be like, Ugh. so I'm still in that. That's where I, those are areas that I need to work on. Mm -hmm. So that if that answered your question. It does. It does. <laughs> and, you know, if I take it a step back, if I take it a step further, um, once you go through, because you you're going through, you're, we all are healing in different times of our lives. But once you go through this process and you're even further, the distance between you spending time in prison is further and further and further. That I can envision you being able to help so many people who are cast out of the system, who have skill sets, they have life experiences and they can learn a trade. You can literally breathe life, life into them and have a whole like team of women the, who can the help only us heal. Concern, 
You're right. You don't speak into the concern okay. right now. Thank we you. just speak it into okay. the future. Okay. Because okay. the reality yeah. is, it's not. Because I want there. an academy. I want to train them. I got to bring them through and train them. Exactly. Yeah. So the moment where they have the training they need, they have the experience. Like they, by the time that they get to wherever, like you or the the table or a client, they will be prepared. So we'll speak into it. Gotcha. That if Thank you, you can, yes, yeah. I, I 100% can, can 100% see it. And I'm a program mind, so I can see all these little different nuggets. So I look forward to seeing it grow. I look forward to seeing you grow from one to two to five to 20. Yes. And uh, before we get out of here, I would love for you to share. Um, we, t- we covered so much. Was there anything that <laughs> when, was there anything else that you wanted to share to the folks as they're on their tr- transition? Um, invest in yourself. The best investment is in yourself. Whatever you're going through, go through it because there's so much joy possibly on the other side. Get yourself around some some like-minded individuals that have a common goal to do good in the world. You know, that's um, that's pretty pretty much it. And just like I said, just know you dope. Unapologetically. Don't apologize. Be dope. That's it, I guess. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Listen, this is in like in the flesh, a great example to live by. And you gr- you grounded me in so many things that just in life as a person we grow. Because as we talk about the Work and Play podcast and career journeys and things like that, there's a tangible skill set, as you mentioned, the mm-hmm. tool belt. But then there's a life experience or life distraction that really give way to who we are uniquely. Like we're uniquely qualified to whatever to what to be whatever it is that we are. So I thank you 100 percent, Kayla, for being on this episode. And uh, if there's someone out there who wants to work with you, either on the table or they also want to be mentored, how can folks reach out to you? How can they connect with you? Um, IG or all social sites, ATO Body Works. Um, or you can atlbodyworkco.com or hey old school 770-765-1076 I'm in Midtown Atlanta come get these hands come get these hands y'all and until next time we will see you guys later go ahead be great peace